0: In a mythical realm known as elsewhere Stands a woe-be-gone place of little fanfare
1: Rivercliff Museum Can't
0: convince the folks to see them It's fantasy meets drudgery With a splash of workplace comedy Will evil forces raid the
2: countryside A museum hides the secrets in plain sight Who
1: knows what might occur Once the Dark Lord returns Will I fill the history pit
3: limit to how much square footage of malarkey the mind can accommodate. When confronted with a seemingly insurmountable dilemma, most people ignore it altogether and flock toward menial, easy-to-accomplish tasks to regain control. Some scrub every conceivable inch of their domicile. Some impulsively seek a flashy new hairdo or indulge in retail therapy. Others consciously turn to unhealthy choices while swearing this is the last hurrah in a certainly doomed-to-fail attempt to exercise demons before a clean start. All are extremely potent remedies, if you consider the placebo effect to be a winning strategy. The staff of the Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories certainly did. Marwood, Edmund, Mallison, Josephine, Abraxas, and Nick— had long since retired any attempt at harmonious cohabitation with the Dark Lord. They began to suspect his presence in the building was linked to the recent rash of closet skeletons that kept showing up to remind them why each had landed at the museum in the first place. With no apparent way to regain control, the staff collectively chose the only option left to them, abandoning all pretense of transience and accepting that this was where they were, likely meant to be, and they might as well just get on with the jobs at hand. This unspoken agreement to accept the new normal hung in the air like an enthusiastically applied perfume as they convened for the first staff meeting in months. All research and contract loose ends were tied up, floors were surprisingly clean, menagerie decibels were at an acceptable level, and all booby traps were temporarily suspended. The staff sat quietly, listening to Marwood's opening monologue, though the slack-jawed silence was hardly business as usual.
0: And so, starting today, my door will be open to all of you. I encourage you, nay, insist that you air your grievances. I want to hear about any minute, piddling little annoyance that is preventing you from being the best RMOMNH employee you can be. From now on, you may consider me director, curator, manager, and listener. I I might even
1: add that to the plaque outside my office.
0: (laughs) You know, to say listener.
1: Mallison, what the hell's happened while you two were in the Enchanted Forest? Are you sure you brought back the right elf? This one seemed a little off. Like ordering a chocolate croissant, but biting into a hot dog.
4: Abraxas, believe me, you would definitely know if this was any elf other than Marwood, if only by the smell. Hygiene isn't in their vocabulary out there.
0: Mm, Indeed, I'm still trying to scrub the stench of deer jerky out of my vests.
4: I know new Marwood is weirding everyone out, but give him a shot at this. He's earned it. Despite playing a very active role in each catastrophe this year, Marwood is the only one who bothers to clean up the mess.
5: Not anymore. Guess who finally learned how the mop works? Here's a hint. It's me! I did.
1: Smooth brag, slacker.
4: The dungeon decimation a couple weeks back was everybody's fault but his. And mine, more importantly. Yet he got to work the moment we returned to make sure we'd be ready for today. The least you screw-ups can do is muster a little patience while Marwood tries a new, uh... Uh, tender style of management? Uh. Or I could rewrite everyone's employment contracts to enforce chipper attitudes. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's
6: fine. Sure.
4: That, that
6: works.
0: Your votes of confidence are overwhelming. Uh, uh, watch yourself. Right. Yes. As Mallison can attest, I had a lot of time to reflect on my past performance on the way home. Everyone has room for improvement, and, though I may be centuries older than most of you, I am no exception to that rule. Moving forward, you may expect both my management style and the workplace culture to be more focused and enjoyable. So, let's roll up our sleeves and be the best damn museum employees in all of middle elsewhere. Wait, no. Employees is such a prosaic word, isn't it? Team members! We're all team members on the same, uh, team. Uh, oh, I know, I know what will inspire. How about a group cheer? Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories on three. One, two, three.
5: Rivercliff Museum. Are really the only one that's gonna
4: do this? Nobody? Guys, come on. We've all been making changes lately. None of us are perfect.
2: I hate to contradict you, Mallison, but one among us
4: actually is
2: perfect. Have you heard the good news?
4: <gasps> it's the good news that you finally abandoned those tatty, knockoff, smarty Penance robes in favor of a slightly more
0: contemporary look?
4: Okay, I, I say contemporary, but a black tactical vest isn't really something I would call an up-to-date look.
0: I have been rather preoccupied getting things in order, so I must seize this opportunity to ask this group at large... What in the hells has been going on with Edmund? Though it may seem like a dark
2: and terrible time in middle elsewhere, the savior to whom we may all pin our hopes has finally come. And it may not surprise you to learn that very savior is right here in our humble museum, ready to wash away our impurities.
6: Oh, I have been showering more frequently. He's referring to the Dark Lord, Nick, and... I'm begging you, try to remember to towel off after your many showers.
1: I get that you've gone gaga for our big evil squatter, Poindexter, but come on, perfect? Just last night, I saw him struggling to pull bread out of the toaster without burning his hand. He had to get a goblin to do it for him.
6: I saw that too, Abe. He was letting the goblin do it as a reward. They like the burns.
2: You see? You would do well to hearken to him. In all things, the Dark Lord is infallible. Allow me to read a passage from this new promotional pamphlet I have just transcribed. Attention! Are you lost? Filling your days with message board flame wars because your co-workers will not give you the time of day? My name is Edmund, and I too was lost. But no longer.
0: I have found new purpose thanks to the Dark Lord. Edmund, while your flexibility in allegiance is... Mostly understandable, I worry if you keep up this pace you'll have another downswing and end up proclaiming loyalty to the kitchen mice. And show up to the next staff meeting waving a little cheese flag. Can't you take a break from cult-like indoctrination for a while?
4: Hey, slack cuts both ways, mister! If Edmund can give you a chance to be a better boss, you can give his new lifestyle a shot too. Don't listen to him, Edmund!
2: Thank you!
4: Listen to me instead! Life's too short to not do what feels right all the time. And actually, your new look is starting to grow on me. Oh my gods, I think I have some fingerless gloves that would go great with your vest. Really?
2: Thank you! That would make it so much easier to distribute pamphlets in the cold weather.
4: Oh, gods, yes! I have tons of accessories from my anarcho-warlock days. I think I have some gold lame leggings that would really accentuate the buckles. Oh well.
5: See what I mean, Joe? Malson's cutting everyone slack today.
4: She even said the
5: word. Now would be a perfect time to, you know, clear the air. Now, like, like today? Don't you think that's a little sudden? It's been months. I'm only going to say three words to you. Talon? Wait, is
6: this four words? Okay, okay, jeez. I know I've been putting this off, but not right now, right now, right? This is not a conversation I want to have in front of coworkers.
5: Oh, gods, no. Imagine the gestures a Braxis would make. Yeesh.
6: So... How do I do this? Come on, Nick. You're never afraid to talk to people.
5: Look, on any other day, I would totally wingman you, but I gotta get Marwood to notice I've started doing actual work around here so he'll reduce my 500 year curse. Uh, just make up an excuse. Find a way to get Malson alone in the menagerie. You've already done it once, eh? Eh? Eh?
6: Are you physically incapable of whispering? <coughs>
0: As it's clear, everyone is more interested in Edmund's change of heart than my own. We can adjourn the staff meeting early, as long as everyone assures me they're prepared for today's big inspection. Mallison, is all quiet on the legal front?
4: Yeah, yeah, as many minor contracts as we can afford have been suspended. I even covered the summoning circle in my office for good measure.
0: Excellent. Josephine, all beasts have been properly subdued? Subdued and tranquilized
6: are two completely different things, if you ask me. And I hate that we have to pretend the menagerie doesn't exist every year, but yes, all of them are asleep.
5: Are you sure all of them are asleep? Maybe you need some help?
6: Uh, right! All of them, except the octocore. I still have to administer a sedative to the octocore, but it's a lot of flailing arms to deal with. I could really use another set of hands?
0: Very well. (laughs) Nick, follow Josephine and
6: uh, but but it only likes females. Um yeah, it it goes crazy when another male is near. Uh something about the um the musk?
0: Stop right there. That's as much detail as I would ever need. Malison, since all of your demon ducks are in a row, you can assist Josephine. Oh,
4: come on. Josephine is just being modest. She is a professional beastmaster. I'm sure she can handle one little octicore all by herself.
6: Oh, um sure. Yep. <clears throat> no problem. Ah, nice
5: try, Joe. Nick. Uh 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 so so hey, where uh, where exactly does this big injection happen? Uh it seems weird to vaccinate an entire building like this, but hey, I'm no architect. Uh,
1: not not injection. Inspection, genius.
0: You were present for last year's inspection, Nick, but I'm sure it's Difficult to recall an event during which you were so thoroughly asleep. Allow me to reiterate Rivercliff's Department of Thaumatic Stability. Whoa, there's a nap worthy set of words. All right, okay. Mm. Backing up one step further We live in a world of constant, ever present magic. We measure that magic in terms of thaums. This city, swirling with magic as it is, has a regulatory department that is responsible for making sure every storefront, residence, and organization inside the city is keeping its magical energies in check. It's the only reason Rivercliff hasn't exploded like a cannon packed with confetti made from pure chaos.
2: And as you may have noticed, the museum contains some of the most potent magical artifacts
0: in the world. In rather close proximity. Indeed. As this museum's staff, it is our duty to ensure every exhibit meets the proper containment standards and protocols. Otherwise, we would not be permitted to operate. But we don't have any
5: containment protocols for all this crazy magic stuff.
0: Exactly! Exactly. (sighs) Ugh, duh. So, once a year, the inspector comes... She
1: has a name!
0: Judy comes to scrutinize various aspects of the museum to ensure our magical energies are being kept to an acceptable level. And by various, I mean we give her a strictly guided, carefully curated excursion through the less interesting parts of the building. It's one of the few things that go off without a hitch year after year. Edmund, I'm sure your newfound fanaticism for the Dark Lord is quite time consuming, but I assume you're still prepared for today? Exultations unto him! Uh, I need only find and deactivate the tour golem. I would have accomplished
2: this before the meeting, but I have had a devil of a time tracking it down recently. The
0: kiosk bells all seem to have gone missing. Make sure you take care of it directly after the meeting. <coughs> <sighs> Please.
5: Wait, so everyone had an inspection day assignment except me? Why wasn't I asked to do anything? Is there still time to help? I, I was going to fluff the ticket rolls and-, and hairspray the curtains today, but I-, I could put that aside to do something, uh, you know, important.
0: There's nothing for you to do, you... sudden go-getter, you. <laughs> I've had our recently rediscovered night janitor working overtime, if that's even possible, to make sure every exhibit is spick and span. Well, well, well then
1: what's Abraxas' task?
4: Maybe I can help with that. Ooh, wave off, buddy. You do not want to go there.
1: What? Why? Because two is all you need to tango, and Judy is a traditional sort of woman.
5: Oh. Wait.
1: Oh. (laughs) I just hope I've put on enough cologne. Arousal begins at the nose and works its way down.
4: Gross. You're not wrong, but gross. I don't need to hear that kind of talk from someone as short as you.
0: I think we're done here. Places, everyone. The inspector will be here shortly. Uh, well, the Dark Lord, then. He must have thorns falling out of his greaves. Uh, maybe I can hold a, a sheet up in front of him or something? I'm gonna need some stilts. Nick, we have this under control. We do the same routine every year, and every year it's enough for this incredibly sweet, incredibly senile government worker to give us a passing grade. This year should be no different, even with the... wrinkle, of having the Dark Lord's energy coursing through the exhibit halls. Yes! And a
2: captivating, powerful energy it is. Truly a... We've
0: been promoting his exhibit so heavily, there's no feasible way to pretend he isn't here. We've already posted a closed-for-renovation sign on his exhibit and shoved all the goblins into the sub-basements. The Dark Lord has graciously agreed to join them for the day, or at least until Judy has left the building.
1: Maybe even before then. I can't imagine her eyesight has improved. The last time she was here, she accidentally gave the farewell caress meant for me to the poindexter. I remember.
0: (sighs) She put her hands right on my... No, 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 no. Meeting adjourned. Everyone, make your final preparations. Edmund, I shall meet you in Abraxas in the main entrance hall in 15 minutes. Uh Uh, Hey, Mallison,
4: could I talk to you for a minute? Certainly, Josephine, but can you make it brief? I have several important matters requiring my attention. Uh,
6: so? I just wanted to, to clear the air about what
4: happened. Yes, well, apologies about not helping out with the octo butt or whatever. All of my other business robes are at the cleaners, so I can't really afford any animal ooze mucking up my look today. You understand, right? Okay, if that was all, I'll be heading out. Wait,
6: that's not what I meant. I meant about what happened between us a few
4: months ago, after Quakey's... in the menagerie? I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about, Josephine. If there was anything that happened between us months ago that wore into discussion, surely you would have brought it up by now. But I... I mean, we're both mature adults, right? And mature adults handle their problems in a timely fashion and with open communication. Because we're not children, right, Joe? Only a child would think it's perfectly fine to ghost someone for months on end. I know, I know. I didn't... I didn't handle things right. No, you didn't. You didn't handle things right and you took way too long to bring it up. You know, I'm getting real tired of this always happening. Tired of what, exactly? I mean, this is
6: the first time you and I, I mean, you and me- I'm getting tired of- God. Ah! What the hell is that? Is-is that coming from the little beetle
4: clipped to your waist? Ugh, oh, okay, that's Baggy's office. I told him to never summon me on this thing unless- Oh. Oh. Uh. Okay, um, excuse me, I have to take this. Wait! Oh, I wasn't
6: done! I-I didn't get to say I'm sorry! Ah! Oh, there, there! Goblin Attaboy is here for you! Let it all out! Gah! Gods, you goblins are quiet. <sighs> Aren't you supposed to be in the sub-basement with the Dark Lord? I pleased him, so he sent me up here to burn my hand in
3: the toaster! May I offer you a searing burn in this trying time? I'm only doing the one hand, and there's a second slot! Uh... I'm
6: good.
2: Your suit is rather filthy, Abraxis. Have you considered taking it to the cleaners on Columns Drive?
1: Followers of the Dark Lord get 5% off. My suit is fine, Poindexter. You might want to reevaluate what you're wearing if you ever hope to snag a side squeeze of your own.
2: No thank you. No distractions for me. The Dark Lord's favor is all the fulfillment I require. The only thing I want is for this inspection to be over so I can work on my recruitment numbers. I'll never make it to associate at this rate.
5: Yeah, don't let him rag on your rags like that, Ed. I like the new look. Reminds me of my college days. You went to university? No, but I used to spend a lot of time on campus selling... Uh, books.
7: Ah,
0: good. We're all assembled. Plus one. Nick, since you have absolutely no good reason to be here, could I convince you to... Run along, sport. Actually, I was hoping to open your door policy. Uh, I was thinking about that stuff he
5: said, uh, about room for improvement. Uh, Now that I've got the training wheels off, I wanted to show you I can be a better employee or team member. I was also thinking, you know, if I continue improving year after year, maybe you wouldn't need me for 500 of them?
0: Ah, shut up, she's here. Places, everyone! Judy! A pleasure, as always. The Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories is brightened by your mere presence. I'm sure you'll find everything in its usual place.
1: Uh, open your eyes, Marwood. This ain't her.
7: Good morning, gentlemen. I'm here to perform this museum's thematic inspection. Huh. I thought you
5: said she'd be an old stupid cakewalk. This lady looks like Uh, a real... uh,
1: Judy is our, uh, usual inspector. Where? uh...
7: Where? Judy has been retired. What? Been retired? Oh, <laughs> I misspoke. Judy retired. I'm your new inspector, Chantal Cleansworthy. What absolute warg shit. Ah, Braxis, I'm sure everything in this museum is so above
0: par. Miss Cleansworthy shall need only the most fleeting of glances to pass us with flying
7: colors. Sir, let me be frank. I thought you said your name was Chantal. Just from a fleeting glance, as you call it, I can already tell I'm going to need to do a very, very thorough inspection. I take my job at the Rivercliff Department of Thematic Stability seriously, and I will not be led on some wild goose chase around the parts of this building you deem to be safe.
5: Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: Um, of course, madam. Only a fool would believe one so efficient as yourself could be taken for a ride.
7: Oh, my. That is quite the outfit you have on there, Mr...
2: Edmund Nod, head researcher and junior acolyte of the dar- Ow! My
0: foot! Uh, Of the Darling uh, Documents Department. You should see our collection. It has some of the most adorable etchings of puppy dogs with big eyes and horses with wings. Very, um, cute stuff, though it makes him prone to fits of fancy. Edmund is a most capable guide, and furthermore, I will be personally supervising him today.
5: And furthermore, I will be supervising Marwood's supervision. And you are? I'm Nick. I pretty much live here, so if you want to know where all the good napping spots are, you just let me know.
7: Did you say you live in this museum?
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's, no, that, uh, who would, uh, why would, uh, why he would, wouldn't need to.
7: Why Only a figure he... of speech, Inspector. Because that would be a clear violation of...
2: Of Article 3 of the Human Thaum Stability Code. It is an interesting bedtime read, the Thaumatic Regulations Handbook.
7: Oh my, you really know your bureaucracy, don't you?
2: Indeed. It is a hobby of mine to study Rivercliff's governmental interworkings. Now, would you care to begin the tour?
7: Lead the way, Mr. Nod. Or may I call you Edmund? Speaking of beginnings, I wonder if your
2: life has truly begun. I myself have been born again by the grace of a most magnificent presence.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) You have fun now. That's sweet. Have fun here. Nick! What on earth do you think you're doing? Calling yourself my supervisor? Telling the new inspector about napping spots? I'm just trying to prove that I can be useful.
1: The only use you could possibly have is... I win! A pay-up, slacker. Aw,
3: man...
1: Win? Win what? Oh, I bet the kid five silver you couldn't make it the whole day without yelling at him. He figured he would at least keep a lid on it until the inspector left, but I called it. You can't even go ten minutes. What? I can so!
0: Ah, your eye is twitching. You can't wait to let me have it. I'll have you know I am a changed elf. I was merely engaging in some playful jostling, as colleagues are what to do. Okay, if you're so changed, then you have to let me help
5: out today. Oh,
0: by the branches. Fine, what did you have in mind?
5: I want to help Edmund give the tour.
0: Out of the question! Come on, I know my way around.
5: Sort of. I at least know where all the problem spots are. Ooh, and the best places to stash things you don't want
0: Marwood to see. I... (laughs) (laughs) No. No? No, Marwood. Bigger fish.
1: You're damn right it's fishy. Something isn't right. Did you hear how dismissive she was about Judy? If it were me, and it is, seeing as I'm head of security... I'd have every spare eyeball watching that woman.
0: Abraxas, it was a simple misunderstanding. I'm sure she just misspoke.
1: The hell's she misspoke? People always say what they mean first, then change it later. You mark my words. She's up to something.
5: Uh, Yeah, and that something is a former monk wannabe with a new all-black wardrobe. She seemed weirdly into Edmund, right? Did you see how she kept touching the
0: straps on his jacket coat thing?
5: He might send up his first Dark Lord recruit before lunchtime.
0: Oh ye gods, you're right. We have to stop him before he blurts out some babble about how many points it takes to achieve the rank of Junior Shadow Deputy. Nick, you come with me. They were headed to the Menagerie. Abraxas, take a shower, then double check the Dark Lord is still in the basement with all those horrid goblins. And waste this entire bottle of cologne I'm wearing? Never! Then just go down there! We might still be able to make it through the inspection if that particular lid stays firmly in place. Though I can't imagine the Dark Lord is in any rush to leave, I can tell he's tiring of his exhibit hall. Dreary as it may be to us, a trip to the basement must be like an ice-cream social for that reclining recluse. He's surely down there scheming something absolutely dreadful.
2: No, no, no!
0: I've seen
1: more covert maneuvers from school children on a field trip. Forgive me, my lord! This heap of miscreants is more out of practice than I realized! I offer my legs to be chopped off as punishment for failing to drill your army to your satisfaction!
2: I am tempted to cut off more than just your legs, General. How you manage to keep these creatures battle-ready for 999 years, then fumble at the goal line, is astonishing. I am most displeased. <laughs> not like that! It's meant to be a garrote, not a necklace! Imbeciles! General, reset the troops. We'll start from one.
1: At once, my lord. Shut your yaps, you ungrateful pawns. We're starting the maneuver over from scratch, so get back into pyramid formation.
2: (sighs) my future kingdom for a horde that doesn't stumble over themselves like a litter of wall-eyed newborn kittens. Ah, a diversion from tedium at last. What news of the inspection, Wizened sentry? May I escape the sight of this ungodly wreck that used to be my army?
1: Oh boy, let me tell
2: you.
1: It's not looking good up there. Judy's been replaced under very suspicious circumstances, if you ask me. The inspector's office sent some new woman with an obviously fake last name. So Marwood wants to make sure you and the Goblin Bums are buckled in for a long haul. <clears> hmm. <throat> More time to get this sorry lot back into fighting shape, I suppose. Do you hear that, you bums? This two-hour exercise just turned into an all-day practice. Mandatory participation. Ha! I love the sound of wimps complaining with an echo. Reminds me of when I was a commander drilling a pack of new recruits. You should have seen the looks on some of their faces when I told them what would really happen on the battlefield. Scared the living pants off of most of them. But the ones that stuck around were as good as gold.
2: I'm afraid gold is not what I'm left with, Sentry. I am looking at an incompetent wall of green with a rather prominent black base. Why is there so much black sludge down here?
1: Oh, I don't know. Security measure? If I had a reason, (laughs) it's long gone by now. Hmm.
2: Perhaps that's why they're so sluggish today. And why they can't seem to pull off a simple hoot-and-scoot maneuver. None of you shall be earning a trip to the toaster at this rate. Well, it's no wonder. You need more feet than that to carry out a proper hoot-and-scoot. There's a fair point. Their number has dropped considerably from the leering legion that first stormed this museum.
1: Is that why you got four eyes up there, stumping for you? He part of your plan now?
2: His enthusiasm is appreciated. In the softest sense of the word. He came to me, I'll have it known. I had planned to turn him slowly, but he shot to an 11 out of 10 rather immediately.
1: You need not rely on feeble humans, my lord. We shall scour this city, track down every errant soldier, and slice off their earlobes for their brazen desertion. Soldiers on my mark- No, Stay put, you salty barrel of brine! Not a single one of you scrambles back up to the museum until I give the all clear. We haven't got a single security trap in active position, and Mallison suspended some of her less intense bindings. Even this meager mob could wreck an exhibit. And I ain't cleaning up after no hot steppin' booger brigade. Suspended, you say? Very interesting. What are you mumbling?
2: Oh, nothing. Was that all, Sentry, if you don't mind... These pathetic remnants have a rather long day of lashes and drills ahead of them. They're going to love it.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Give them a good spanking from their old Uncle Abe.
2: General, we may finally have a window. Prepare the troops, and pack my sunscreen.
7: The hours seem harsh. But you say he gives you ample paid time off? Oh,
2: yes. Once the Dark Lord has completed his campaign, all of his followers have been promised poolside retreats and bottomless mimosas. Although, I, um, I might be recalling his personal retirement plan.
0: Ah, there you two are. I must apologize for Edmund's fanciful tales. I do hope he hasn't bored you into impatience.
7: Actually, no. No. Edmund has been a wonderful guide thus far. He was just about to show me the menagerie.
2: Our accomplished Beastmaster Josephine has no end of charm for keeping these magnificent creatures as docile as house cats. You will see as
0: we... Oh, you've heard that we have a menagerie. Wonderful. But first, first, may I interest you in a look at... at Nick? At me? At
5: me? Boy, glad I snuck in another quick shower. Uh, What do you want me to do, like a catwalk turn or... No,
0: Nick, you, uh, you're going to remind me which wing we're looking at next? Oh, right. Uh,
7: the supply closet. The supply closet wing? Why would I want to look at that? Because
5: I have many interesting tools that I use in my daily rounds. For cleaning up spills and such. Magic spills? Yeah, yeah, magic spills. Uh, A Big place like this, you gotta keep on top of those magic spills.
7: I suppose I could take some readings. Residual magic disposal is a serious matter.
5: Great, here we are. uh, Just past these plinths, and... Oh my!
3: Good day. Well, nice to see you. Greetings. greetings, soft humans.
5: You know, now that I think about it, this is
7: not my supply closet. That's on me. That's my bad. Is that the barista golem from Rivercliff Perk And the bathroom attendant from the Double Skull Theater? I never know if you're supposed to tip. I mean, it's a golem. What would it do with the money? Greetings, Slackjaw Museum employees and glaring stranger. I am the dealer, and this is a private game. Do you have the password? Edmund... I thought you
0: said you couldn't find the Tor How did you miss six of them in a closet? And why are there six of them? Maybe if you had listened to me when I said we needed to do a
2: full rewrite of the Tor directives, we would not be dealing with this. And only one of these is ours! I didn't even know there were other golems in this town.
7: Why are they here? Ooh, high-stakes poker, it looks like. I am getting some truly troubling thumb readings here. This dusty-looking golem appears to be trimming its nails into a water jug. What kind of golem even has nails to trim? The Rivercliff Golem Society has been meeting for a weekly poker game for 697 years. Do you have the password? Swordfish!
5: Guest? No, that's too obvious. Uh, Marwood sucks. All lowercase, no underscores.
7: Too many incorrect attempts. You are now locked out for a brief
6: period. Please
7: f- for 24 hours. Astounding. Mr. Marwood, your golem seems to have no respect for authority figures, to say nothing of its cohorts. Such unsanitary activities. I can't imagine my boss will let that one slide. Ah! Yes, as my colleague was just reminding
0: me, the gollum is due for its yearly maintenance. We will be sure to see to it today, and in fact, I guarantee that this is the last bit of trouble you will encounter today. Perhaps
7: we should move on to the kitchens? I think we'd better make our way to this menagerie of yours.
0: All in due time, I assure you. We will go there
7: (laughs) Excuse
4: me, uh, excuse me, everyone. Edmund, Nick, Inspector Lady, who's definitely not Judy, um, Marwood... Can I have a minute of your time? Now, please, with sugar?
0: Uh, Chantal, this is our legal representative, Mallison Almagus. Mallison is- Rushed,
4: pleasure, love your shoes. Really, they look comfortable. You'll have to give me the name of your cobbler. Barwood, a minute, alone,
0: now, now? (laughs) Ha ha, certainly. A good manager always has time for his employees. Edmund, perhaps you can entertain our guest while I tend to this? I want you to stand over there, just out of earshot, and whatever you do, do not let the inspector anywhere near the menagerie until you're sure Josephine has those beasts under control. We can't afford another slip-up.
2: Yes, not to worry, Marwood. I have a story prepared just for instances like these. Chantal, come with me on a journey through time. Eleven hundred years ago, the Dark Lord gathered his armies in anticipation of the looming battle with Dragonkind. This was before the Hundred Years' Dragon War and the Great Barbecue of
4: Peace, but
0: I have recently... Discovered Marwood! Some new- what is it? Our inspection is hanging by a thread, so this had better not be bad news.
4: Bad news? I wish. This is awful news, Marwood. I'm in a deep, steaming vat of trouble here. E
0: hey gods, you must be to seek my help on the matter. What's happened?
4: Do you know the multi-demon contract I negotiated to bind the Dark Lord's Shadow Crown? Apparently, someone told the
0: demons! Someone told the demons about the contracts they know they signed? I couldn't possibly be lost in jargon here, so what exactly is the issue? The demons weren't, in legal terms, aware that there were other demons involved,
4: remember? I do it all the time, it's just never been a problem until right
0: now. Oh! Oh, that's right, you promised exclusive rights to siphon energy from the Dark Lord's Crown to multiple demon orgs. How many, exactly? Oh, you know, 37. 37? And they all found out about this? Today? How is that even possible? I suppose 37 demons all went out for brunch and when they ran out of feelings to gab about, they moved on to the intimate details of their private contracts.
4: I do have an inkling. An inkling? Do please share it. My contacts said her group lost their connection to the Dark Lord this morning at, get this, roughly the same time we sent the Dark Lord into the sub-basements to hide from the inspector. Flay called me this morning to say their connection was going haywire, so they started calling around to all the other demon factions and accusing them of throwing up interference spells. That sort of tipped their hand about siphoning energy from the crown, and well, uh uh-oh, now they all know. Whoops.
0: Madison, I need you to answer me honestly and with no fear of rebuke. How bad is this? It's hard to say, but I promise
4: if a demon army starts digging siege trenches out front, you'll have my resignation immediately to wave as a white flag.
0: What? What were you thinking? How could you be so careless, Mallison? today of all possible days? Hang on, little Marwood.
4: Remember your rage counting? Ten. Nine. Eight. Eight, seven, six,
0: five, four, three. Two. One. Is the Dark Lord aware of this multi-demon contract?
4: Oh yeah, he actually read the terms of service before he signed. It's kinda
7: hot.
0: (sighs) That's something, I suppose. Look, here's what we're going to do. I'll find Abraxas and tell him to sneak the Dark Lord into the gift shop. It's not part of the tour, and that should stabilize the reception to his crown until this blows over. You get back on that summoning circle, call every demon in Pandemonium, and get them to calm down. Oh forgot. Please.
4: Oh now is that so hard?
0: Yes, in fact, it was excruciating. I've been tamping down my temper all day.
4: Wow, wow, it's only 930. You have centuries of this ahead of you. You might as well get used to it. Will you just get going? Please. Going, don't worry. I can fix this.
0: You'd better. I shudder to think that Nick may actually be the most reliable one here. Nick. Oh, no. Where where did they go?
1: Oh, I saw them head towards the menagerie.
0: Oh, finally, someone helpful.
1: Wait, what are
0: you doing up here? Get back down to the basement, you little nightmare frog person.
1: Hey, I thought you were trying to be nicer. If
2: you enjoyed that story about the Dark Lord, may I suggest you sign up for my bi-weekly newsletter?
7: Bi-weekly? My, my. There must be so much to say about this dark lord of yours.
2: Why, yes, there is. May I also suggest reading the newsletter with a glass of mead in a hot bath? It is truly rewarding to soak both physically and metaphysically.
7: Ooh, sounds romantic. So, how high up in this organization are you?
5: <sighs> okay, lovebirds, here's the menagerie. I'm sure Josephine has everything under control. Gods.
7: What in the name right of...
6: Now? Oh, God! Oh. Oh, come on, Bessie! Over here, girl! If you drop the goblin, I've got this nice juicy steak for you. Good girl, now. No, no, Bessie! Do not bat him around! Don't you a it trim its claws? Oh, come on! Down! Down you big... Oh, uh, Hello! Welcome to the menagerie! I guess.
7: At least there's one thing still in its cage. Oh, God! Tell me that isn't a human in a cage. Are you keeping a human in a cage in this museum? What is wrong with you people? That's not a human. That's a Sean. (laughs) Hello.
6: You know S-E-A-N? Seans? They're magical creatures. Hard workers. Kind of gullible. How do you not know that? Sean's are everywhere. The same as dwarves or elves or centaurs or.
7: Well, if they're so commonplace, what in the world is this one doing in your menagerie? In a cage.
2: Ah, well, this is a particularly rare specimen. Check the nameplate. You see? This one spells his name S H A
7: W N. Hi there. My name is Sean. I'm a Sean here at the Rivercliff Museum. You wouldn't lie to me, would you, Edmund? Because I swear, if that thing is a regular human, it would be an egregious violation of- Madam, I assure
2: you this, Sean, is very well taken care of. Look, he has a chair and a desk, copies of both the Times and the Financial News each morning, and we use those same papers to line his cage. Very eco-friendly.
6: Yeah! Uh, Can you imagine this beautiful, one-of-a-kind creature just roaming the wilderness? Alone and vulnerable?
0: He needs to be preserved. Yes, I am Sean, and I am happy to be here. No
3: complaints. Uh, except for the noise. The noise is a bit much. But other than the noise, and when my water tray is running low, uh, no complaints.
5: You're and me both, pal. Better off inside the cage than outside, am I right?
0: Oh, for Sean.
6: Oh, no, not again. Bert,
7: you dumb crocodile, don't you dare? What was that? Did that thing just abduct one of your employees? Employee is
5: such a mosaic word,
7: isn't it? We like to think of ourselves as team members. This is what you consider having things, as you so confidently put it, under control?
5: If I'm being honest, uh, yeah.
7: This is all incredibly disturbing and wildly dangerous, but I'm willing to overlook the beasts being out of their cages if you can get restraint collars working ASAP. I'm also willing to overlook whatever a Sean is. Sean? But goblins? Why are they here? How are they here? I thought you said the Dark Lord's exhibit was closed for renovations? uh, uh,
2: You know, there are many documented incidents of goblin infestations in... Infestation? I, I mean, invasion! No, no, that is worse. Um, Sometimes, when a
5: goblin needs to take a holiday... Oh man, this is bad. What would Marwood do? Got to go somewhere safe, somewhere boring, uh, preferably with merchandise. Yeah, got it. Gift shop. <clears throat> Edmund, perhaps you would be so kind as to escort this fair maiden to the combination gift shop and bistro for a cup of coffee. It would be easier to explain in a more quiet atmosphere while I go reboot the restraint collar mainframe. Nick, are you feeling all right? Just talk her ear off about the Dark Lord, okay? She seems to be really into your super boring stories about him. Do you think? Oh, praise be! Only twelve more acquisitions,
2: and I will be able to level up to associate!
5: Whatever, man. Just get her out of here so I can find Josephine. This way, madame! Yeah, okay, but what about that poor
0: woman? (laughs) Come back and shine is real soon.
1: (laughs) Ah, Araxis! Good. Why is everyone always running around here?
0: Shut up. Look, did you speak to the Dark Lord and tell him to stay put?
1: Yeah, he's down there with his chartreuse groupies, having a literal field day.
0: Fine, fine. I need you to go back down to Sub-Basement 3 and tell the Dark Lord to make haste to the gift shop. No time to explain why, just go as fast as your osteoporotic legs can carry you. Well, why are you still standing there? Get going, you impossibly ancient birdbath! Warm and fuzzy management style, huh? Look, I made it a good fifteen minutes without yelling at anyone. More like ten? Ten minutes! But today is not the day to test my limits, Abraxas. I warn you, I will find death myself and heave you bodily into a front guard.
1: Ha! That's the spirit!
0: Okay, you handle that. I'll run ahead to the gift shop and make sure that it's clear of onlookers.
1: What should I do about the goblins?
0: Ah, Keep those foul things down there. We don't want the inspector to know we're infested with leering, snark-spewing boogers. Hey, that's offensive. Yeah, take this one with you, Abraxas. And remember, f***ing
1: hurry. Oh, Judy wouldn't have minded a goblin horde. You know, if she'd been able to see it. Whoa, who's Judy? Me and Judy go back. Way back to when we could both climb a flight of stairs without the knees creaking. Ah. How big is this place? Joe!
5: Where are you? Come on. Joe!
6: I'm up here!
5: Joe! What happened? How did you get way up there?
6: The crocodile put me in its nest for safekeeping. It thinks I'm one of its babies and it keeps bringing goblins to eat. Ugh, not always in one piece. Pipe down! This thing thinks we're dead, and I'd like to keep it that way. I'm Bugla. Can you help me get down, Nick? Please? One of the other goblins ran off with the ladder.
5: Ah, yeah. Hang on. Just one second.
6: Go fast, Nick. It's really gross up here. Okay. It's heavier than it looks. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what's gotten into everyone today. They were fine this morning when I left for the meeting, but as soon as I got back, it's like every single beast in here suddenly got super grouchy. Oh, speaking of
5: grouchy, how did your chat with Malison go?
6: Awful! I tried to apologize, but I kept stumbling over my apology, and Malison barely let me get a word out before she stormed off. She can really be a pain sometimes, you know? It's it's kind of why I was attracted to her in the first place, but man! Dealing with her when she's not in the right mood can just be so
5: Whoa there, beasties. Did you see that, Joe? When you got all screechy, so did the animals.
6: Screechy?! Sorry,
5: I'm sorry. I didn't mean screechy. I meant, uh, uh calm. And easy to deal with.
6: Sorry. I didn't mean to fly off the handle, Nathan. Like Especially after you just helped me out. How did you manage to find a ladder so quickly?
5: Ah, well, after a certain dwarven debacle you might remember, I started stashing them all over the museum. Can't have too many ladders, that's my motto. Starting now.
6: Wow, that's actually a good idea.
5: You had a good idea, Nick! I know! And of course Marwood isn't around to see it. Come on, let's go find him, and you can repeat what you just said. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe, you know, find a way to work the word visionary in there? Don't push it. Ah, yep, yeah, right, okay, got it, alright, send no him more, Okay. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. I'm glad you said so because that is exactly one of the uh, four main tenets that I have uh, uh, listed out here in the pamphlet. Marwood, my goodness, your sweat is more profuse
0: than usual. Ah, <laughs> ah! What are you two doing here? I mean, ah, uh, here you two are doing what? Having coffee? Hmm. Really, no no need to linger here. The gift shop is one of the least magical places in the building. Shall we press on? Let me
3: fetch you some to-go cups. Here you go, boss. I... What? Two to-go cups, and I throw in a scone for later. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind if you took the rest of the bakery case with you and keep me from eating them all. Oh,
7: <laughs> oh thanks, Todd. That's sweet. Todd, what are you doing here?
3: I know, I know, I'm supposed to be on break, but then these
7: two chatterbugs walked in looking for coffee.
3: You're not supposed to be here. Oh, come on, man. Do you even remember the last time Edmund went on a date? I couldn't leave him hanging.
0: No, I mean you're fired. I'm uh, um, what? You've been fired for well over a year. We had a Abraxas escort you out of the building. When you said see you tomorrow, I assumed you were issuing a fake threat! Oh, but I've been here every single day! I even came in when I had the squirrel flu! I told you, that's not a real thing! Last time you used that excuse, you raging nincompo- No, no. You know what? No! It doesn't matter, because you
3: do not work here! Oh. Okay. I guess I'll just see myself out. I'll see you tomorrow, Marwood.
0: Yes, yes, fine. Tomorrow. It'll be a
7: miracle if I make it through today. Mr. Marwood, that was really uncalled for. My thumb reader may not be beeping right now, but my poor management meter is going crazy. The thumb reader? It's not going off? Ah,
0: whew. Finally, a stroke of luck. Abraxas must not have been able to convince the Dark Lord to leave the basement. Although, that can only mean... Would you excuse me? Ha 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 Won't be a minute! Madison, What happened? Did you calm them all down? Ah, uh,
4: no, not exactly. Things have gotten worse.
0: Worse? Worse than the Dark Lord wandering into the gift shop at any moment and sitting in the magic inspector's lap? Worse than Edmund's ceaseless, prattling, proselytizing? I honestly don't know if I can take much more today!
4: Strap in, little buddy, because none of my negotiation tactics panned out. I tried offering them term limit extensions, unlimited data caps for their energy draws, and legit exclusive rights to all new exhibits from here to eternity. (laughs) They they didn't go for it. Any of them. Most of them just screeched until they went hoarse, then hung up on me. (laughs) So what does that mean? All of the demons have suspended their contracts in protest. And
0: what does that
3: mean? Well... As any good thaumatic inspector can and will tell you, magic is volatile. It's generally ill-advised to keep any two potent magical objects in the same region, let alone the same city. But over time, people grow lax. Protocols start to slip. Urgently carved warnings on stone tablets grow faint. Eventually, one might even form the impression that keeping hundreds, if not thousands, of magical artifacts inside the same building is not only manageable, but the right thing to do. You know, for the sake of history. So it was with a tremendous deal of regret that Mallison and Marwood stared dumbfounded as countless eruptions of formerly siphoned and suppressed magical energies swirled together in their halls like a game of billiards with colliding neutron stars. The entire staff and one inspector, soon joined them, either fleeing their own corner of the chaos or emerging to witness the destruction themselves. Suits of armor strolled noisily out the front door, ceremonial candles broke loose from their glass displays to spontaneously melt and reform over and over again. Broomsticks from any number of centuries careened overhead, locked in a heated jousting tournament way up in the rafters and that wasn't even close to the weird stuff. Marwood had reached a tipping point. The beleaguered curator looked ready to faint, whether from strain of tempered managerial rage or the shock of seeing his beloved museum quite literally tear itself apart from the inside. If he hadn't been so preoccupied, he might have seen the approaching escapees from the hall of ceaselessly ricocheting objects as they careened directly towards his face. Remain
0: calm, everyone.
3: I have a procedure that will solve- Marwood!
5: Speak to me, Marwood! Are you okay? He's not responding. Don't worry, everyone. I've recently showered, so I will take charge here.
1: Gods below, surely you're joking! Nice try, kid. If anyone's taking command while Marwood's out cold, it's me! Huddle up, folks. Things might get a little weird.
7: Oh, do you think? Oh, Edmund! What happened to your beautiful voice? I do not know exactly, but I suspect it has something to do with thousands of exhibits being freed from their legal obligations. How could you let this happen, Malison? Watch
4: it, chipmunk, or I'll dig my fountain pen into your forehead and make your four eyes six.
6: Yeah, Edmund, be careful. You don't want to go from being on Malison's bad side to being on her worst
4: side. Oh yeah, Edmund, you should definitely take a tip from the woman who's perfected her disappearing act.
5: Yeah, Edmund, why don't you add a cravat to that ridiculous outfit if you're gonna be so
4: dramatic? The other two I understand, but why are you yelling at me, Nick? I just feel a little left out, that's all. Oh, I would love to be left out right about now! Of course
6: you would! Gods forbid you actually get involved in anyone's life in any meaningful way!
1: Bells, bells, I changed my mind! Someone else be in charge! You people are so whiny!
5: Kinda with Abe there. Come on, Joe, you would've been better off saying nothing. Like this mannequin from the Hall of Important Capes using the information
1: desk as a runway. Oh, I am definitely not silent, honey. I am here to make a statement. It's called fast fashion. Come see me later, I think we can do
2: something with your look.
4: I don't have to stand here while teapots fly through the air and be lectured by someone who carries around a notebook of prepared comebacks for when her co-workers at her the wrong way. <gasps> you promised you wouldn't tell anyone about that. Promises, promises. A promise is only as good as the ink it's written in.
0: Huh.
4: Hey, actually, gun's below. Clear the way. I only need five minutes. I just got an idea. Gotta do it.
2: An idea, Is it going out for a cup of coffee until this all blows over? Because that's what I was about to do.
1: Whoops! Look who's out of the basement! Who in the-
2: Ah, we haven't met yet. You must be the Thaumatic Inspector. Fun day for that! You're the- I am the Dark Lord, and I know not what triggered this magical maelstrom, but I relish the opportunity it heralds. This crown hasn't felt so light in- Oh, just shy of 1,000 years. If you'll excuse me, I'll be checking out early.
7: Oh, but my lord, how will you penetrate the barrier?
2: Aren't you supposed to be the smart one?
7: Oh, the contracts are suspended. You're free! Yes! Yes, my darkness and my savior!
2: Indeed. Now, if you'll excuse me... Oh, my head.
7: Oh, hey, Marwood's awake. Thank heavens! Someone can finally put a stop to this madness! Where am I? What's going on?
6: You're in the main lobby, and not to name any names, but Malison just bailed on helping us clean up this mess.
0: Malison? What a fun name! Are you Malison?
6: Uh, well gosh, I I never thought of it that way. Maybe I am Malison, and, and I've been
7: yelling at myself all day? Because that's who I'm really angry at. I don't think he's trying to be your therapist right now, sweetie. I think he has a concussion. Possibly amnesia.
5: Wait, so Marwa doesn't know he's the curator? This is it. This is my big chance. <clears throat> Greetings, patron- Nope, that-, that. Greeti- Greetings- Greetings, pa- but there it is. Greetings, patron. Welcome to the Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories. It's not usually so crowded, but as the manager- Everybody, please just be cool. I hope you'll enjoy your visit.
0: Oh, a museum, is it? Really quite a beautiful place you have here. What a brilliant idea to have the exhibits come to you. Oh, it's very interactive. And at such high speeds.
5: Yes. Thank you for pointing that out, strange sir. It's one of the many innovations I've made as curator.
2: Excuse me, pardon me. Um, okay, this is a bit embarrassing, but has anyone seen the front exit? It keeps moving. Oh, never mind. I found it. It's on the ceiling now.
7: Shouldn't someone stop the Dark Lord? Oh,
1: no you don't. I call dibs.
7: You know, I've
0: always dreamt of working in a museum. I think.
1: Abraxas, if
6: you insist on being in charge, then take charge. Why have you not engaged the museum's failsafe protocols?
1: Because, Poindexter, the fail-safe protocols don't actually work. Ha! Huh. Didn't think of that, did you?
7: Then what are all the pipes and warning labels for? A show? Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you just say the fail-safe protocols are for show? Maybe
1: I did. Maybe I didn't. Let's see you prove they don't work. Abe! That's literally
6: what she's here to do.
1: All right. You want take charge? How's this for take charge? What? Oh,
0: are you going to carry me? That's not necessary.
1: (laughs) No, gods! Well, Marwood's out cold again. There, you ingrates! Stopped that oncoming mountain troll bocce ball in its tracks! That thing gonna hurt somebody. A keen eye and gut reactions. That's your damn (laughs) failsafe!
5: Yeah, he's just joking, Chantal! Of course the failsafe's work. They just have to be... primed!
7: Yeah, I'll go prime the... failsafe's. Well, it's good to see one of you doing something... I cannot believe what I'm witnessing here today. The carelessness, the brazen negligence. Why I could fail you based on the goblin rabble alone.
2: Yes, they always get riled up when there's this much company.
7: Oh my gods! How do you keep sneaking up when you're so enormous?
2: Fret not. You shan't see me wasting my days here any longer. Just as soon as I get to that exit. I think.
7: Oh yes, my lord. This is your grand reveal. You shall rise to reclaim your rightful place.
2: Well, so to speak. The goblins are forming a little pyramid. Wonderful timing. We just practiced this one. My perfectly dramatic exit from a few moments ago is rather squashed, but I'll brush that off as a warm-up.
1: We made it up here! The door's on the ceiling, but this is still the front exit. Ah, sweet! The churro truck is parked right outside! Thank you,
2: Edmund. Your eager assistance shall be <laughs> rewarded. He said my name.
7: Wait! Wait! I have questions!
2: Well, it has been real, as the school children are fond of saying. See you on the battlefield, my peeps. Now, someone give me a leg up, and watch those hands!
1: <laughs> Damn it all! Too bad.
5: Oh, man, we were this close. I could
6: almost taste that churro.
5: Hey, I know what that sound means. That happens whenever I get too close to-
7: (coughs) (laughs) What was that?
6: That happens every time he gets too close to his work. That's our Nick.
7: (laughs) Oh, good work on those fail buddy. Hmm. Well, Mr. Abraxas, seems your precautionary mechanisms aren't just for show. Now that things seem to have calmed down, I can finish my report. You all wait here while I tally the points.
2: Come with me, Chantal. I will show you where the most comfortable writing desk is.
7: Oh, that's very kind of you, Edmund. Tell me, if I said I lost my number, would you give me yours? Ugh, I feel dirty.
6: And not just because a dozen centuries of history just crapped all over us. Eh,
5: weird day for everyone, I guess. It's definitely
1: weird for me. Any other inspection day, I'd be half naked with my head banging against a clipboard by now.
5: Oh, oh, that's
1: so gross.
6: I didn't need that
4: mental picture. Did it work? Is everything back to
1: normal? Museum in tatters. Marwood passed out from a rage fit. Yeah. (laughs) Seems pretty normal to me. Uh, Not passed
0: out. Oh, my head. Oh, you're all fired. Especially you, Mallison. Unless you can tell me what the hell's just happened.
4: Well, it took a lot of creative negotiation, but I finally managed to sweet-talk the demons into reinstating all of their contracts. Well, that was fast. Like, suspiciously fast. How did you get them to do it? The important thing is, the magical binding holding this god's forsaken building is intact, as is my reputation.
1: Your reputation? How's that?
4: Apparently the top demons at these firms were so impressed I managed to sneak one by them that they agreed to let bygones be bygones. (laughs) They even called it a pretty baller demon move which, if you're not familiar with demon ball, let's just say is quite the compliment.
6: (laughs) Really? You
4: were just so cool they couldn't help but be dazzled by the great and powerful Malison? I suspect they would also have bigger issues on their hands if word got out they hadn't been reading their contracts carefully enough. (laughs) Demons have their claws in a lot of different pies, you see. Well, you wouldn't see. The demon world is a very difficult place to navigate for the uninitiated. (laughs) So, in exchange for silence on the matter, by the way, you're now all under strict NDA, so no blabbing about it to anyone. They agreed to reinstate their contracts. And besides, the prestige of being associated with the one and only Dark Lord is obviously way too good to give up. Pretty bitchin' feather in the old cap, hey, big guy?
2: Hmm. You certainly worked quickly. A little too quickly, perhaps. I was nearly out the door to freedom when the barrier went back up.
0: Um, excuse me... The Dark Lord nearly escaped, Nick seems to think he's my manager, Abraxas nearly killed me while playing cowboy, and the museum is on the brink of being closed permanently due to your incompetence. Remember your breathing exercises. Deep breath in, tiger breath out. To hells with my breathing! I have to find the inspector right now and see if we have enough swag in the stockroom to barter our way out of this mess. Ah, Mr. Marwood, it looks like you've recovered oh yes thank you for your gracious concern your kind and generous spirit make you a credit to your profession now if you'll follow me back to the gift shop I believe we have a parting gift for all our VIP
7: attendees if you catch my meaning there's no need my report is complete ah I see First of all, your security agent seems wildly misinformed on proper protocol for an inspection, both on treatments to the building and treatment of the inspector.
1: Listen, sister, I've been doing this for centuries and I've never gotten any complaints.
7: Secondly, both the legal representative and the beastkeeper were largely absent for the bulk of the inspection, and when they were present, made no attempt to engage meaningfully with the conversation at hand. Oh, getting the beastkeeper to talk in any room with people in it is quite a feat. So you
4: should be proud. Kind of hard to have a conversation when the other party keeps trotting away in the
7: middle of it. Trotting! Why you see what I mean? Like I'm not even here.
0: Yes, I do. Please, go on. Let's just get this over with.
7: I can't even begin to imagine what went wrong with your tour golem, though I'm pleased its dysfunction afforded me the opportunity to get to know Edmund better. Your head researcher is charming, talkative, and blindingly chivalrous. Oh, Chantal!
2: You flatter me.
7: However, he failed at every turn to address my questions regarding the building and its daily operations. Uh, What? I, I must object. I answered every question you had. And with gusto, I might add! About the exhibits, yes. One in particular, which I see has been mistakenly labeled closed for renovations.
2: I told them it wouldn't work, but did they listen? This group has a pattern of self-involvement that would make a loom worker weep to behold.
7: Given the vast amount of thematic energy on the first floor alone, I cannot fathom how you have ever in the history of this museum genuinely earned a passing grade. This is the most irresponsible group of magic caretakers I have ever seen in Rivercliff.
0: Ah, here it is. I tried, didn't I, Mallison? Perhaps it was too late. Perhaps my
7: father was right. The big city just isn't a place for Elfkind. Except for one. Your second-in-command is quite an exceptional employee. I beg your pardon? Nick appears to be picking up the slack left behind by the rest of your incompetent staff. (gasps) I did it! It may not be my place to comment on such matters, but I believe he's due a promotion. Somebody should be recording this. Huh. He was the only one who keeping a level head throughout all the chaos today. In the menagerie, he was cool and collected, knew just what to do even as dozens of dangerous beasts galloped around us.
6: Oh, yeah,
7: practice makes perfect. He was the only one not bickering with the rest of the staff as the exhibits went haywire moments ago.
1: Only because he's too dim to understand when he's being yelled
7: at. Even the goblins seem to respect his authority. (laughs) Only because he's usually the one holding. Yes, Mr. Marwood, you have quite the find in Nick. This is the greatest day of my life. If I may be so bold, I think you should groom this young man to be your successor in the role of curator. Mm-hmm. 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 Knowing he's here to swoop in where others shirk their duties gives me confidence that this museum is in good hands and will continue to be quite well managed despite today's unfortunate events.
5: Oh, lady, I'm going to buy you so many baskets of fruit. Yes,
7: <laughs> uh, that's... <laughs> For now, you pass. You can access a copy of my full report at the main office in downtown Rivercliff in three days' time. I'd like to say it was a pleasure getting to know you all, but I'd really rather not waste the time lying. See you all next year, except you, Ed. I'll see you tonight.
1: What in the hell's just happened?
3: (laughs) That was a close one, guys, but we did it! We passed! Who wants a big old Todd hug?
4: Oh, come on. First Nick gets all the credit for saving the museum and now Todd's back? Marwood, what the hells? Bring it in here. Todd
3: squeezes all around. Mmm, you're warm.
2: Oh, my head. I'm not sure how this transpired, but a morning star somehow laid eggs inside my skull and now its infernal offspring are hatching into spiky ping pong balls behind my eyes. Is it possible this is what humans refer to as a headache? I hate it. I was so close to freedom, to non-tourist fart-laden air to finer dining than the week-old sandwiches for sale at the Museum Bistro, to be so close to blessed release and to have it yanked away, this is true despair. What purpose have I to stay but this wretched contract? My army has scattered. The ones that remain might as well run off and join the theater, for the fighting they can do is barely fit for a stage, let alone a battlefield. This cannot go on. It is unbefitting a lord such as myself to stay behind metaphorical bars much longer. I must redouble my efforts on escape. My scheme to have Enrique infiltrate the demon world and spread rumor of interference with my crown worked like a charm, though Mallison corrected this situation far more quickly than I would have anticipated. I will be happy to have her on my side in the fast approaching battle, but today I curse her traitorous name. However, if the contract can be suspended once, it can be suspended again. (laughs) Yes. Ah, Enrique. If only I had ten of him, I could take this entire pathetic city in a single night. All would tremble before me and my Enrique army. (laughs) Oh, 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 uh, Oh, curse you, pointy ping pong
0: balls! Uh, yes. Hello. In my capacity as boss of the year, sarcastic. I will now recite to you delightful patrons the credits. Episode 8, Sweeps Week, aka The Inspection, featured Denise Farley Gardner as Chantal Cleansworthy, aka The Inspector, Alan Moore as The Dark Lord and Edmund, Taylor Roy as Todd and Mannequin, Brandon Kramer as Nick, Goblin General, and Goblin Honka Honka, Brittany Michelle as Josephine and Goblin Squelcholio, Dana Swanson as Mallison and Goblin Boogler, Eli Banks as Abraxas, the Narrator, and Goblin Attaboy, Joshua Sibley as Marwood and Goblin Crookley, Liz Mackey as the Tour Golem and Judy, Stephen Mank as Sean and Bessie. Episode 8 was written and edited by Liz Mackey with additional writing by Brandon Kramer. Sound design by Stephen Mank. Original music by Christopher Taylor and Stephen Mank. Theme song written and performed by J. Christopher Arison and produced by Brent Busby. Story Elements by Alan Moore, Christina Romo, Denise Farley-Gardner, Joshua Sibley, and Liz Mackey. Produced by Liz Mackey. Series created and directed by Brandon Kramer. Tell a friend about Dark Ages, won't you? We're on all the different apps and sites and blogs, sport. Surely you've heard of Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and Podbean, eh? Please, I beg you, I'm not sure what I'll do if we can't save this museum. If you're already subscribed, check out DarkAgesShow.com or follow at DarkAgesShow on Twitter. Please tell your family Marwood said it was okay to listen to each episode more than once. In fact, it's mandatory.
7: Hey, yeah, it's me. Put me through to him. Report. It's Chantal.
3: Uh, That took longer than I thought it would. What did you find out?
7: that any real inspector would have shut that place down in the first 60 seconds. Are you sure the one I was replacing wasn't part of the Order too?
3: I'm certain. Otherwise she wouldn't be putting up so much of a fuss. Would you, Judy?
7: (laughs) The bookworm was exactly as gullible as you said he'd be. He was already leaking all sorts of information on the Dark Lord put on a little lipstick and ply him with a couple of lattes and everything just pours out. You're gonna have to promote me when I tell you this next bit of news. I'm all ears.